Why should I give up control over my life? You know, my tendency is to want to make sure everything works out just the way I think it should, to remain in control. Hi, my name is David Dennis, and I'm so happy you are joining us for this very interesting and helpful podcast from my interview with Dr. Richard Spann. In this fourth episode out of five, Dr. Spann shares some insights and thoughts about how God provided for the Israelites in the desert as he sent manna from heaven, and how he also provides for us today by several different ways. He then shares a very personal story about his own struggle in that area. Deuteronomy 8, 2 and 3 says, And you shall remember that the Lord your God led you all the way these forty years in the wilderness to humble you and test you, to know what was in your heart, whether you would keep his commandments or not. So he humbled you, allowed you to hunger, and fed you with manna which you did not know, nor did your fathers know, that he might make you know that man shall not live by bread alone, but man lives by every word that proceeds from the mouth of the Lord. Those are two verses that you had mentioned that you were meditating on at this time. What are your thoughts uh, from those? You know, those are those are really excellent verses. And I I think my interest in those came about from studying the temptations of Christ in the desert. And this was the first one he was tempted on uh, by Satan. And, and the Lord quoted Deuteronomy 8, 3, Tukian. Uh, the second temptation, uh, the Lord quoted Deuteronomy 6, 16 to him. Do not test the Lord as you did at Massa. And the third temptation, uh, the Lord quoted Deuteronomy 6.13 to him, uh, Fear the Lord your God, serve him only, take your oaths in his name. Uh, and I was of uh, interest in these because these are the three areas in which we are tempted as well. We're tempted um, materially. Uh, in Deuteronomy 8.3, we're tempted spiritually. Deuteronomy 6. 16 were attempted as in Deuteronomy 6:13 in our fear and worship of God are we going to uh, serve him his way are we going to take a shortcut uh, my other interest in this verse came about as a result of reading some of Jerry Bridges uh, material and this Deuteronomy 8:3 I had misunderstood in part, it says, remember how the Lord your God led you all that way. He said these 40 years to humble you, test you in order to know what's in your heart, whether or not you would keep his commands. In the second verse, the third one, he humbled you, causing you to hunger, and then feeding you with manna, which neither you nor your fathers had known. To teach you that man does not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds or comes from the mouth of the Lord. I'd always understood that word, and I think it does have this application, this word to mean the written word. But Jerry Bridges pointed out in several cross-references in the Psalms that by the word of God were the heavens created, by the word of God this is to come to pass. So he really felt that this, this word of God meant the providence of God, the care of God, the... Uh, plans of God, the provision of God that God has for us, that the word of God is one way that he has of taking care of us, so that there are two ways in which the Lord takes care of us. One is that by bread, and one is by his word. 
the bread can be seen, the word of God cannot. The bread can be understood or at least comprehended, the word or the provision of God cannot. The word the, or the bread can be at least to some extent controlled by us. Uh, the word of God, that is the provision of God, cannot be controlled. So that that tells us that the Lord directs our lives, guides us, provides for us by two ways. One is that which can be seen, comprehended, under which we have some measure of control. The other is that which we cannot see, which is by faith, like the manna, that which we cannot comprehend, like the manna, in that reference, and that over which we have no control, like the manna. And he gave that to the Israelites to show them, and to us too, that God provides for us day by day, continually, uh, in ways that we can see, ways that we can comprehend, ways over which we have some control, but also in ways which are totally by faith that we cannot comprehend and over which we have no control. In the midst of thinking about this verse and contemplating it and, and trying to analyze it and understand it, I was uh, a year ago in the hospital uh, in July, 11 months ago, and I was back in my room having had a major abdominal incision for the third time uh, to remove cancer. The first one was for cancer of the prostate. The second was for cancer of the bladder two years ago, and a year ago again to remove cancer of the bladder. And so it was a pretty significant incision. They had to go in. And uh, that night, about midnight, I was in pain. And uh, they, I was awake and couldn't go to sleep. The nurse came in, and Beverly was in the room sleeping there with me. And I, I rang the bell, and, and the gal came in and said, I'm going to give you four milligrams of morphine. So an hour later, one o'clock in the morning, I wasn't able to sleep. The pain was still there. And she said, I'm going to give you eight milligrams of morphine. Mm. That didn't help either. Two, two in the morning, the gal came in. I was still in pain. And the gal said, I'm going to give you 40 milligrams of Toradol. Mm. That still did not help at 2 a.m. At 3 a.m., she came back. The pain was still there. She gave me another eight milligrams of morphine. Now, I knew several things. I knew that I had at home a prescription of Percocet that would have worked, but I, I was NPO. I was not allowed fluids. I was not allowed to drink. I knew that I could get Beverly up and, and holler at her, get her up, send her home, and tell her where the Percocet was <laughs> and, and have her come back with the Percocet, and I could slip in a one or two of those, and I would be fine. And, and the Lord brought this verse to mind and said, you know, wouldn't that be kind of like the Lord's temptation to turn, <laughs> turn these stones into bread? Yeah, really. <laughs> and uh, you're, you're exerting control. You're tempted to exert control over an area that, that I don't want you to do. That's not my choice. And I thought, well, maybe I can 
call the nurse and have her wake up the doctor. And, and I was impressed that that's not the large choice either. But, but again, I was, I was in a situation where I had an opportunity to exert some control, but felt like it was a not the Lord's desire. Um, and I remember having come to that conclusion that I would not do that. The Lord impressed upon me if I would roll over on my left side and stick my fist kind of to the left side of that incision and lean on that fist. Uh, if I were to try that, see what happened. So I did, and the pain went away, and I went to sleep for three hours. Wow, wow. And so in the morning, the gal came in about 7 and asked me if I'd want a Percocet, and I said, I sure would. <laughs> I can Percocet. And I think the Lord underscored something to me there that, you know, if, I'm, if I want to live only by that which I can see, by only that which I can understand and comprehend, if I can want to control my life by that which I can control, then I'm going to miss out on some of his provision, the provision of his word, the provision of his providence. I'm not going to see that. I'm going to miss that. Mm -hmm. I'm going to miss that or it's going to be delayed. And if I miss that and delay, if I delay that, if I miss that, I'm going to miss an opportunity really to know a lot about him and his care and his provision of who he is. Oh, how I don't want to miss out on what God has for me. Yet, I admit it can be scary and even unnerving to consider giving up control. God provides for us in ways we can see, comprehend, and even have some degree of control over, but also in ways unseen, incomprehensible, and totally beyond our control. In the show notes today, we have included a free PDF summary of all that Dr. Spann shared with us. Thanks for listening. If you have any questions or comments, please email us at radio at kansasnavs.org. That's radio at kansasnavs.org. Or check our website, kansasnavs.org. Our website has tons of really helpful resources, as well as archives of many talks and messages given over the last 10 years to our ministry. Join us next time for the fifth and final episode of my interview with Dr. Richard Spann as he shares further insights into Scripture and also shares some resources that he uses as he meditates on Scripture. Join me as we learn more about making disciples naturally. The views expressed on this podcast are those of the speakers and are not necessarily the views of the navigators, nor of the Kansas Communities Ministry. Thank you for listening.